God is raising up spirit-filled sales professionals and entrepreneurs. The purpose of this show is to feature individuals who are crushing it in their space, partnering with Holy Spirit for a supernatural edge in sales and in business, for kingdom impact, for kingdom influence. If this podcast impacts you in any way, don't forget to subscribe. We'll be dropping fresh episodes weekly. Also, God is gathering a community, a tribe, if you will, of spirit-filled sales professionals and entrepreneurs. If you feel called to connect further, go ahead and join our Facebook group at Spirit-Filled Sales Professionals and Entrepreneurs. Hope you enjoy the show. See you on the other side. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Spirit-Filled Sales Professionals and Entrepreneurs podcast today. I have with us Kimberly Woods, and she is truly an apostolic prophetic entrepreneur. And I know there's a lot of big words put together, but there's an anointing and a grace on her, an apostolic grace, an apostolic anointing, prophetic grace, a prophetic anointing. And you combine that, you mix that, you blend it in with the entrepreneur spirit, and you have Kimberly Woods. So I'm excited to have her on here because she really met the Lord through this process of building and being an entrepreneur learned to hear the voice of God in business, learned to hear the voice of God as a builder. And now in her own words, she won't do it any other way. And she's the founder of the Kingdom Female Entrepreneur at uh, Kimberly. So excited to have you on. Can't wait to hear more. Yeah, it's awesome to be here. Thank you. So why don't you kind of give us a, a little bit of history? I always love asking people their origin story of how did you become the kingdom female entrepreneur, how did you step into this world? Because you said you were a builder and you really met the Lord through business. So how did that work for you? Yeah, I would say I met the Lord through, I met the Lord in a new way through business. Um, it actually starts um, my childhood. I grew up in church. I was saved at a very young age. I can't really remember a time that I wasn't saved or in church. And I grew up in an entrepreneurial house. Uh, both my parents, we were, they were entrepreneurs. And really all the families that we were surrounded with were entrepreneurs. Uh, awesome. My parents were also in ministry. So mm. there was, they had that combination. And so I just kind of knew that life. I knew uh, being in church and being really involved in church. Um, but I, my home life was entrepreneurship. Okay. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Cause you know, for, for me and for a lot of others, and uh, I, I just have what I see as prominent is that there's usually a division between ministry church and entrepreneurship, but in your household, you never saw it. There wasn't really a line between those two things. No, there wasn't a line. And that really is just, God really took me through that. And it's really what I'm doing now and why. Yeah along my journey, I experienced the, the division and the tension, Did but I didn't, but I was very innocent in it because I had come from this place of not having that. So when I was introduced to that, I was like, Whoa, what is this? You know? Yeah. So you grow up with zero tension, zero. It's almost like it for people that understand, you know, that the kids that grow up in a supernatural culture, Holy Spirit's moving. And then they find out, wait, people don't believe that God can still do miracles today. And Right. For my kids, it's kind of like they're it's normal for them that God would speak through dreams, through visions, through encounters. 
And when I tell them, hey, you know, actually, unfortunately, a lot of Christians don't believe that God still speaks that way. Like, what? That's crazy. Right. They have to face it later. So that's cool that you didn't have to unlearn or, or deconstruct the entrepreneur versus ministry thing. But how did, when you came out of growing up in the church and you faced that tension, what did that actually look like? What, how did that impact you? Yeah. So once I kind of went into, I went, I would say that because I saw, I saw my parents go through like tough ministry things and then tough entrepreneurial things. It was never, a they were never combined, but you know, there were church splits and all the things I saw them walk through, but I also saw them go through that in entrepreneurship. Uh, so there was a time like in my life uh, through growing up that, um, you know, when church kind of ended and they went through all these things that our family kind of, um, you know, they were still entrepreneurs, but they weren't in church any longer because of all those things. And so mm. there was a time in my life that uh, I, you know, I got married at 18, my husband and I were young. We had kids by two kids by 21. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Come on. And, but we were not in church. And then one day God just kind of like, uh, you know, pulled us in a little bit, but we didn't really fully go in and we stepped. Yeah. So we were not in the church. Um, but then okay. entrepreneurship kind of came back around and uh, my husband was an electrician and I'm a really big dreamer builder side. I've always been. Um, yeah. And I was like, we got to take this further than just you working for somebody. And so uh, we stepped out and we built a, a custom lighting business. And that was like the two of us stepping into entrepreneurship. So we were Christians who were entrepreneurs, but the kingdom was not really involved in this. Okay. We weren't in church in that at that time. Okay. Uh, so we just, we stepped into entrepreneurship and uh, meanwhile, uh, my friend and I, I, I was like, okay, I want to start this business on the side. And I grabbed a friend uh, because yeah. I saw a need, a need in the community and we started a resale a clothing business model, like a Plato's closet. And we had our eyes awesome. on franchising. Yeah. And so we just like, you know, we were these big dreamers and we're like, okay, let's do this. Um, you know, we <laughs> had our electrical business going and, you know, so I just went for it, stepped out. Um, but this is where things started to kind of like, um, that I started to experience the tension. Um, I started to experience okay. things that my parents had experienced in entrepreneurship. And I, uh, you know, you with mean? us, just with us having our eye on uh, franchising, we had a small store and uh, one day this franchise guy walked in and he was like, hey, I want to franchise your concept. And I wow. was an entrepreneur, but I did not know the voice of God. I did not know how to build with God. And okay. so I didn't know 
to listen to discernment. I didn't know any of those things. And so just kind of, you know, with that big dreamer, you know, like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted a franchise kind of thing. We said yes to this guy and he ended up not being a good person. Wow. Um, So we kind of, you know, built this, this franchise and, um, you know, without telling all the things, yeah, just, he, you know, ended up taking us down a really not good place and kind of taking like things behind our back, you know, that kind of thing. Wow. Trying to push us out. So you got, you had kind of an opportunity and this is actually what, what, what I think is interesting about this is because when you're walking in favor and you're doing things with excellence, opportunity and doors come, they just fall in your lap. People will reach out. Jobs will get offered to you. Business opportunities will be offered to you. Yes. And you have to understand that not every door that looks gold is, Mm -hmm. is actually a door of favor. Uh, it's, it's a door maybe as a result of favor, but it might not be the blessing of the Lord. Right. Uh, Some people call it like, is it good or is it God? And I think that that's true because sometimes things will come to you and they will look so good. And because it looks like it has a fingerprint of God's goodness on it, you think it might be him, but you have to just wait and just say like, wait a second, is this, is this actually the Lord? Because obviously it can lead you down a road that you don't want to go. And it requires discernment and that prophetic insight, which I think a lot of entrepreneurs sometimes have like naturally, but they wouldn't know that's actually a prophetic gift. Exactly. So anyway, you can kind of keep sharing about that. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I I love this. Um, No, because I, my design, God designed me to, to be this builder, this dreamer. He, he originally designed me that I, I am apostolic and prophetic period. That's how he designed me, whether I knew it or not. And I had his favor. So it's like, we found that we did, you know, everywhere we turned, even with my husband's business, you know, it was kind of like just dropped in our lap, this favor on his business and then this franchise. And, um, but now, you know, I get to teach women now, everything that I've walked through, how to know a good decision, how to hear the voice of God for that. Um, but at that time I, I didn't know that. And so I experienced great loss. Uh, both financially and, you know, disappointment wise, uh, you know, we had to, you know, just go through all the legal, all the things that you don't want to go through as someone who stepped out on their dreams. Yeah. And it just didn't end. It didn't end well. We, we ended up, you know, they had rights to our franchise, but we had rights also. And so we continued to open, you know, stores, they opened stores. We had an agreement, you know, legal agreement that we could both do that. Um, but right before we agreed to, you know, just continue to move on and open stores, the Lord, this is before I knew I could hear the voice of God. I was in my car and I was out in the car and I was just like, I heard the song, you know, um, the song, word of God speak. It's so old. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I do. I remember that. <laughs> okay. Cause I was a believer. I was a Christian. So, you know, I just didn't, I just didn't know those kingdom things. Right. And so I'm sitting in my car and I hear the Lord say, 
rebrand this and do it yourself. Like rebrand and franchise this baby yourself. Like do not partner with, do not stay a part of this franchise or, you know, give up the name, give up the design, everything that you did. And I want you to rebrand. So I I went into my husband. Well, (laughs) I love that he said that to me. I wish I would have listened. (laughs) Oh, Um, so you didn't obey or you didn't didn't follow the suggestion. Correct. I didn't know. I went to my husband. I was like, uh, (laughs) I heard (laughs) this is what I'm hearing. And, you know, we both just looked at each other and we're like, we don't have the experience. We don't have the finances to do that. And we were, we didn't know, but you know, when I look back, when I look forward and say where I am now, if God were to say that to me now, I would be like, yes, I don't, because he's told me so many things that you'll do things that you have no experience doing. And I'll teach you, I'll show you by the prophetic how to do this. Um, but then I didn't know. And yeah. so we, we did not do that. We continued on. Okay. And thing, and it ended up closing. We ended up having to sell everything, our stores, they still went on with the franchise. Um, you know, so it's like watching your, watching someone else raise your babies and, but, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I learned amazing. Like I, what an opportunity, because even in that God allowed me to be, when they franchised our concept, the Lord allowed me to be brought in behind the scenes to a franchise company. And I learned how to franchise and build from the ground up. I learned every piece Amazing. of franchising. Uh, so from there, we just, we're like, we're done with business, you know, for a while. And you, you quit. We quit. Spirit got killed. Yeah, we were like, (laughs) we need a break from this. And my husband went and got went back to um, working in the electrical field, and and then we found a church, and this is where ministry and entrepreneurship collide. And so we found a church. Yeah, this is this is where it gets interesting. (laughs) You know what's interesting about the story so far is you know I I know that you know the when Jesus dies and the, <laughs> Peter goes back to fishing, you know, it's like, I'm just going to go back to my real job. I think, you know, I know that's speaking about ministry, <laughs> but man, yeah. it's so like that in entrepreneurship because you get this dream, you get this vision, you jump off a cliff, you take a risk, you hit a few rocks and you're like, I'm done. I'm going to go get a nine to five. Like, I'm just going to go back to way, you know, my secure little comfort blanket and, um, and forget about that whole experience and move on. But God always, if you have that entrepreneur thing, you won't last long in, <laughs> in mediocrity. You won't last long in a box. Something is going to rise up in you. <laughs> that dissatisfaction that is a God thing. He created you to go for that more. Yes. It's going to rise back up and you're going to have to go for it. So anyway, I'm yeah. curious to hear more about this collide between ministry and entrepreneurship as you find a church. Yeah, this is where I feel like the, this is where it gets fun for me because I'm like, oh, okay, this is when the Lord started really teaching me. And so we didn't do business for a while and we were, we started attending a church and immediately they kind of pulled us into ministry. And oh. we, 
Yeah. So now we step into like this traditional church ministry and we end up being pastors on staff at our church. Now, ministry that was even growing up, that was never anything that I, I never had something from the Lord telling me you're going to be a teacher, pastor one day, all those things. Um, it was, you know, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life building little idea businesses when I was a child. Um, so this was the first time, and this is in my thirties, this is my early thirties. He finally comes on the scene as like, Hey, there's this other side I want you to know. And yeah, it was very interesting. Um, but I heard my first prophetic word there. I, I did not know what the prophetic was. Uh, when I was raised in church, I was raised around, it was Pentecostal, but it was, uh, a lot of healing ministry. We my parents were part of big revivals here in Florida. And so I knew that side, but I was a child. I didn't pay attention to anything else. Um, but I got my first prophetic word and the Lord said that I was a teacher. And at the time when he told me I was a teacher, I had major panic and anxiety and did had a fear of speaking. So even though I built businesses and all that, I could build all day long, but do not have me speak in front of someone. You know, I was during that time I was, you know, moving through having anxiety, fear, all those things. Uh, But when the, when that was spoken, it's like all of a sudden, when I got that prophetic word, I knew inside everything on the outside would say, I would be screaming no and running out of there. And everybody would be looking like, yeah, right. But when that word hit me, it's like, it's like, that's who I had been my whole life because that's who I had been my whole life. He designed me to be a teacher. That is it right there. Not only was it in you your whole life, but when the grace word speaks, when the word, this is so good. If you have, everybody listen, you have to catch this because God will speak to you. The, The law says, do this or that. And it gives you no ability to accomplish it in your own. Uh, It it just gives you a command, but grace, when a prophetic word comes, it actually gives you the grace to accomplish it. Uh, And so if God gives you a word, if it's a real prophetic word, it'll have an anointing and a grace on it to actually accomplish the word. It's like the prophetic word comes with in it, the power to accomplish the word itself. So when that comes, I mean, that's incredible just to hear, like, you know, you, you get the word that you are a teacher and then bam, the anointing hits and it begins to flow. And that identity that was in there all along, it's like a seed and the prophetic word comes, it waters the seed and bam, that, that aspect, that spiritual DNA of being a teacher just comes right up out of you. So good. Yes. It's, it's crazy. It's like, I love it so much because I, and that, and that's why now I, combine of uh, kingdom entrepreneurship, which you can't, you can't have kingdom entrepreneurship without hearing the voice of God. But my focus is dreaming and building with God. It's the hearing his voice and building it. And yeah. so when that, when I received that word, I still for a few years looked very afraid, but what happened was the word, it awakened that inside of me that it was already there. And people started asking me to teach. And I started to 
teach afraid. I would be red faced, shaking, but everything in me, I could not say no because it was like, he was drawing me out. He's like, we're doing this thing. And so I started teaching. I, uh, that's, and then we started, you know, we were pastors on staff. I started leading the young adult, uh, co-leading young adult ministry. And then I took a bunch of young adult girls and just went after it. And we sat in a room and I just taught them all the things of the Lord that as the Lord was teaching me, because I didn't know anything. (laughs) So I would go with the Holy spirit and say, all right, what are we going to say to these girls? And then that's what we would talk about. we learned <laughs> about awesome. healing. Healing started happening. All kinds of stuff broke out with those young adults. But uh, the Lord really taught me. He took me through a time of teaching me the kingdom because he needed to pull me out of entrepreneurship for a time. Let me teach you about the kingdom so you can come out a kingdom entrepreneur, not just an entrepreneur who's this Christian. You know, you're a believer and that's, you don't really know the things of, that I have. And so at that place, I really began. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I think there was a bit of a lag there, but yeah. what I find that right there, you, you said something right there where it's actually, you know, I think, I think there's people in the business world that they climb this mountain of, of, of business and then suddenly they get shifted into ministry and there's aspects of business there's aspects of entrepreneurship that are so kingdom that the church is lacking in and they can bring that perspective into the church yes. um, but then there's also people that are like getting raised up in church mountain and god's wanting to bring that aspect of ministry into business that the business world has no understanding of these ministry aspects so sometimes you think your mountain is church you think your mountain is ministry but god's actually getting you to climb that mountain to understand the ways of that mountain so you can take the culture of that mountain and bring it to another. And that shift is really hard because to get off of one mountain and go to another, you have to walk through a valley. Uh, and, and I'm not talking like valley of the shadow of death or despair or anything, but more like it's difficult mentally to let go of one assignment and step into another because it just looks different. Uh, so I don't know that's probably for somebody, but you can kind of continue to share how you moved into ministry, but then you moved back into the kingdom entrepreneurship. Um, and, and you said you hadn't ever received a prophetic word before that, but when did you start receiving dreams and supernatural experiences and encounters with business? I'd love to hear more about that too. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, at that church, I began to hear the voice of God and, um, I had never been, I had one dream my whole entire life. It was a reoccurring dream and it was a scary dream growing up, but now I know what it meant. And I know it was the, actually the Lord. Um, but a young adult, these young adults, they will mess you up. <laughs> a young adult <laughs> uh, said, Hey, do you want dreams? I was like, I guess, you know, they were a dreamer, whatever. And I was like, yeah, sure. And so he prayed over me. Um, and that night I, became a dreamer. And I Whoa. have my, yes, it's powerful. This is so good. So <laughs> you fun. Keep sharing, keep going. This is awesome. I can't wait to, yeah, this is awesome. So this young adult guy, he prayed over me 
that night I had my first prophetic dream. Okay. And that dream came to pass years later. So I actually saw awesome. in the dream, I saw something and I saw it completely actually happen years later. Um, so I started dreaming. And from there, I became a dreamer. Like it was, it's almost like God just turned on this faucet. And then I started having, um, God just started teaching me about hearing him in the night. And I would have dreams about people being pregnant and they would end up being pregnant. I would have dreams about people's conversations with the Lord and things they asked him for. And then he'd give me a dream and show me this is what they're asking. And I would bring, you know, a message to them. It was, it was a wild time of dreaming, but it just took off from there. And I became a dreamer. And so he brought in that wow. piece now. And so he just for year for a few years there, he was really cult. I was still not in business. I was teaching in ministry and he was really cultivating uh, this. It's, it's some of my most precious treasured times because I, he spoke to me in so many ways, both. I heard him audibly, not many times, but like, you know, this girl that had never heard God's voice or she thought she had never heard his voice and she was not a dreamer. All of a sudden she's hearing God in all these different ways. And so it was just precious. I, you know, learned to ask him lots of questions and we just walked together for a, a long time. And then that church went through a split. They, it closed. Uh, there was just a marriage split and a church, the church fell apart overnight Wow. And everybody went running scattered because, you know, nobody, I just feel like we were kind of like these, we were almost like babies in the Lord because we were yeah. learning. It was such a precious time for everybody. I feel like, and the church split. And so my husband and I, uh, we were just like, okay, now what? And so this yeah. is when God started to shift me into back into entrepreneurship. Awesome. <laughs> and he, I sat on the porch and I was like, God, what are my next steps? And I just started writing and he just laid out this entire vision. And he said, Kimberly, this is what you're, this is what you're called to do. Don't be wishy-washy. He said, lead mm -hmm. women in ministry, lead women in business, stop trying to separate the two, bring them together. And that was in, <clears throat> that was in 2016 that he told me that. Come on. And so for two years, I just sat with him and just kept receiving vision for it. I never did it. I didn't do anything with it. I just learned from him. I wasn't ready. I would open my laptop and shut it real fast. Like. I'm not ready to do this. And uh, so for two years, he taught me. And meanwhile, uh, some really close friends of ours, uh, they came to me and me and another friend and they're like, hey, we want to start a ministry school. Do you want to do it? <laughs> I was wow. like, I was like, yeah, let's go for it. You know, we had been walking with each other. They had were from that 
previous church. And so we all four of us, we started a ministry school and that ministry school led to a church plant. And so I was part of, you know, I'm building, building with God, this vision that he's given me. I haven't launched it yet. Um, but the Lord still had some building he wanted to do, uh, with kingdom understanding. And so, uh, I, the, the male part, the male, uh, in this, it was a husband and wife. Uh, he was an apostle and, uh, he was a young apostle. Mm -hmm. Um, but he really mentored me. And, and so I started to really just, um, be nurtured and mentored in teaching even in greater depths and just in what it, what the apostolic is. And so I started growing in that. That's awesome. And, yeah. And so, and then the Lord said, you know, okay, it's time to launch this thing I've given you. And so, you know, at that church, I led the young adults ministry again. And while I was there, uh, I was ordained at that time and I started to really grow. This is when it like things started just accelerating. Yeah. Um, but now he's like, okay, it's time to take this into, you know, entrepreneurship into the marketplace. And so uh, I launched something called Oh Freebird Fly. Okay. And that's what's now the Kingdom Theme Entrepreneur. Um, but we launched with, you know, a workshop and all those things for women, teaching them how to dream and build with God, these businesses, ideas that they have. Okay. Um, and then in 2019, God told me, okay, now it's time to let go of this young adult ministry and you're going to focus fully into entrepreneurship, the marketplace. Whoa. So it's, it's been, it's been definitely been transition, but at that time I, you know, I said yes. And I let go of this, of the ministry at the church. And in 2020, when the pandemic happened, uh, he said, okay, now you're going to not teach in the ministry school anymore. You're going, you're not going to be on staff at the church, nothing. And so I had to like, I went through, you know, that process of letting go of the ministry. I'm kind of mourned that, grieved that, I guess, because yep. I cried. I was like, Lord, you know what? That's, I love this so much. Yeah. Um, but I said yes, because, you know, I, I trust him. Mm-hmm. I've, I've walked enough with him. I trust him. I have history with God. And so I let them know, okay, I will not be moving on with the ministry school next year. And I gave everything back. And in that 2020 transition at that time, the church was not meeting. Um, but when they started meeting together, he told me I wasn't going back and nothing happened. There wasn't a, you know, like a split or any altercations or anything like that. And so it was very foreign to me because what I knew is you have to be in a local church yeah, and that's what I was taught. <laughs> and so God took me through the hardest. I thought, I thought the franchise stuff was hard and the church split was hard. Yeah. But he took me through three, like I'm just now been given the permission to discover with him to go back into the local church. And so this is 
a three year, he's taken me through a transition of learning with him, growing with him, being fully into kingdom entrepreneurship and in, you know, being the church in entrepreneurship and walking through him and asking all the questions and mourning that and grieving that why, you know, because I do, I love, I love the local church. I love the corporate body. I love all of that. And, you know, so that was a really hard uh, transition, but it's all of this has led me to, and giving him my yes, even when I didn't understand. And even when people didn't understand because they didn't understand, you know, I, I walked through a lot of that, of, you know, the saying yes to him and kind of not having your community that you've always had yeah, that support. And, you know, now they understand, but they didn't understand the three years walking through it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can be, uh, when your transition comes and you are just following the Lord, there's always going to be questions. Uh, it's, you know, opinions, questions, uh, other people's thoughts about what you're doing. Uh, you know, I've, I've moved around quite a bit and people have wondered what the heck are you some kind of tumbleweed? Um, <laughs> you know, it, you know, moving, moving around from here to there. And I can't say that every move has been perfectly executed, but I can say that most of them have been purely following the wind of his voice. So how can, I guess the next question I have for you is, uh, you know, couple things regarding one I wanted to circle back to the dreams because I know that uh, one I believe that people listening can receive an impartation for dreams to hear God in business uh, even just even just listening to the testimony of you receiving dreams can like just switch on something for people to receive God's voice in the night season um, but I, I'd love for you to pray for people uh, to receive that for that to be activated in their life as well. Um, and then another thing I, I did want to mention too, for anybody listening and, you know, we're throwing around this word apostolic or apostle. I don't know, maybe that seems like a huge word for some people, but I did want to say really, you know, the, the fivefold ministry never ended. And the apostolic really is about building. It's, it's not some thing that is like, you know, nobody's going around saying they're one of the 12 apostles, but, but apostolic is still a grace in the church. And it's, it's a grace to build movements. It's a grace to build churches. It's a grace to build communities. And it's actually a grace to release the culture of heaven into the cultures of this earth. That is what an apostle is. That's what apostolic ministry is. Um, so just if anybody was wondering like, who is this lady saying she's an apostle? Uh, the reality is, is it's a grace. It's an anointing. It's an office that is still exists in the church today. Um, so maybe you want to speak to that. You know, what do you mean by apostolic? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I understand it it can, you know, it can be like confusing. And especially when the Lord tells you that you're an apostle, you're like, okay, what is that? You know, you put it on the shelf. Um, uh, but the I think, I think there's, you know, (laughs) I, I do believe you go, you go tell that to your pastor. Hey, pastor, 
the Lord told me I'm an apostle. Right. Exactly. Well, thank goodness. Like, I was, okay, yeah. buddy. Thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> he led me through the prophetic first. And then he's like, okay, let's look at the apostolic now. Let's actually define what you've been doing all this time. Building. And, you know, I, the person who was my senior leader, you know, they weren't, they're an apostle. They didn't call themselves an apostle. Like I'm the apostle this, but they were an apostle. And I think there's a big, I, I feel like God, one of the things God is speaking is to really release an ownership and an embracing for these apostle prophet type people, these people who you can either identify with you need to identify with what the Lord is speaking to you. Mm-hmm. You know, all of many of these things came through dreams. They came through being awake. They came through prophetic words. And these were all confirmations that kind of came together. But I, if you, I, if you really relate to, if the Lord has told you, you're an apostle, you're an, a pro, you're a prophet, you have to discover with him, whether people accept it or not. Yeah. That's something you have to accept, you know, discover with the Lord. Um, but maybe you can, maybe you're not that, or maybe the Lord's saying, well, you have, you're apostolic, you're a builder, you birth things, you birth these movements, these, um, organizations, things like that. Maybe he's, um, been highlighting for you to be, to discover the apostolic and maybe it's that apostolic and prophetic combination. Uh, or maybe you just identify as I'm a dreamer and a builder. Those, yeah. those are the ones that kind of go together. It's like, yes, an apostle or a prophet, it's an office. And there is, you're an equipper, you're, you're equipping the saints to do their own work of ministry, whether they are in the church, whether they're in entrepreneurship or they're in uh, the government, you know, whatever space that is. Yeah. But then you have the apostolic and the prophetic. Those are graces that uh, that every one of us have different graces, uh, multiple graces. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe it's just that dreamer or that, you know, I'm a dreamer, I'm a builder. But whatever you do, discover with the Lord and, you know, with with dreams. He he just started speaking to me through dreams. He tells me how to build. He tells me who to build with. Uh, what to name things, what to teach, uh, all those things. They I And it. I never, and it's like, I never was, it's not like I grew up like that my whole life. I was third, I was in my early thirties uh, when this started happening to me. Uh, so that's so good. Well, I think if, uh, if anybody's listening, you know, to the end, congratulations, uh, because now it's time for impartation. Okay. Uh, and what I'd like to do is just release this uh, apostolic prophetic grace uh, that's been upon your life. If you if you want to just release that to anybody listening who's hungry to walk with God in yeah. business uh, in a supernatural way, to hear his voice through dreams and visions and to hear his still small voice mm-hmm. in, in any way that he wants to speak. But specifically the grace on dreaming, I, I believe God wants to release that. Uh, on everybody that's listening to tonight, uh, today, whenever you're listening, wherever you're at. Um, so would you mind just praying and releasing that over everybody? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Father, I thank you for every, everyone who listens to this. I thank you for the builders, Lord. I thank you that you are doing a new thing with the builders that, that uh, they've, sometimes they can feel like, uh, you know, stuck with the building, but you're giving them this prophetic grace that's on top of it, that they're actually going to dream and build with you. So I thank you for this uh, apostolic and prophetic grace that you have given us access to. And I just release it right now uh, to everyone who's listening that, that I release, I release you into curiosity. I release you into discovery. I release you into courage to actually discover what's already yours that you get to ask God the questions, that you get to imagine with him and have the courage to say, yes, that's me. I release uh, the ability, the grace, that ease to step into who God designed you to be from before you were even formed. And I just release that ease. I pray over you right now that you would receive dreams in the night, those prophetic dreams with the Lord, that there would be an ease on them, that they uh, would come in a way that that would be such a sweet season of, of hearing his voice and growing with him. I even just, uh, I just want to speak encouragement to anyone who has uh, not wanted to dream because they've been afraid that they would uh, hear another voice. And I just speak to you that you know the voice of your father and that you can actually just dream with him. So I just release that to you right now to dream with God and build with God. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, I can't wait to have more conversations with you in the future. And uh, who knows? It's just God is raising up all kinds of wild ones uh, in this space right now. And it's really, it's really cool to see what he's doing. So where can people connect with you at? Uh, and, and where would you like to send them? Do you have a website or, or maybe your Instagram? Would you mind just sharing that? Yeah, absolutely. So have the kingdomfemaleentrepreneur.com. And I also have KimberlyIreneWoods.com. And you can find me on all the socials with those same names okay. and also on YouTube. Awesome. And I'll make sure to put those in the show notes as well. But thank you so much for being on here today. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you.